Storm Bowling Products, the Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Diana Zavjalova. Diana bowled collegiately at Weber International. She was the 2014 Intercollegiate Singles Champion. She was also a member of the 2012 Women's Intercollegiate Team Championships, part of that Weber team there. Diana, want to thank you for joining myself and Coach Casey of Klemkin. Yeah, how are you guys doing? We are doing excellent, but we should be asking you. You just won recently the Queens. This is your second title now, the USBC Queens. Uh, you qualified, though. Let's let's kind of go back through the week a little bit because you qualified 54th and had to work your way up, always kind of bowling that next tier of, you know, that lower seat it would, or a higher seat it would seem to, to me. Um, Absolutely, yeah. What did that, what did, when your bowling match play, did you, what was your mindset going in? Did, was it just you were, you know, how did, when did you start thinking, wow, this is really going to be, uh, this is a, a week of something special possibly? Uh, well, normally before every single tournament, I had that kind of mindset, like, you know, this is my week and I'm going to do awesome and, you know, whether it goes awesome or not, I'm mentally prepared for every single tournament. And the Queens is special to me because I won in 2013, and I love that format. I love head-to-head, you know, like three games against somebody else. Like, that's just my favorite format. So, and then um, last season, I was I was bowling well, but I was struggling a little bit with making TV shows. So, this season, I was like, well, I got to make a show, I got to make a show. And then I made a show in Sacramento, and, you know, that was kind of like a monkey off my back so that was really awesome and then the queens i was more relaxed more focused because i already had you know one tv show in my book so i just wanted to do well and qualifying like it doesn't really matter if you're first or 64 because it's just qualifying so it just all starts from scratch there like obviously it's better if you're higher seed because you um you know you get to pick which lane you want to start on and who starts first and whatever but in my mind, actually for me, the lower seed I was, the better it was for me because I like when somebody else decides who's going to start and where, so I don't have to think about it. So I just kind of bowl and do my thing. And uh, the qualifying didn't go as good for me because um, I was, like, for me, the tournament started when you make the cut, you know, and then you bowl head-to-head. And so in qualifying, I was just trying different things and see, you know, what works and what doesn't work. And, yeah, and then in the match play, it was just, you know, like one match at a time. And a pin fell my way, and I made a show, and I won. <laughs> you mentioned your 2013 victory. That was over Leanne Holsenberg, and you were 21 years old. Now, do you think you can come You come to appreciate it a little bit now that you're, you know, you're at the, you know, you're four years old, you're, about, you're 25 years old as opposed to 21-year-old, you're able to know what the, you know, really what the whole title means and what it, you know, how difficult well, it is yeah, to make absolutely. it through that format? <laughs> yeah, because in 2013, I don't really, like, I didn't know what to expect. It was my very first Queens tournament, and it happened to be right after the World Championship, like, in Vegas, like, the following week. And back in 2013, the World Championship, they got a silver medal. Um, so, like, that was my whole, you know, like, my whole goal for that week, just to bowl well in the World Championship. And I just happened you know, to stay there a week later and bowl the Queens just because it happened to be like a week later, you know. 
So, and then I didn't have any pressure, no expectations, nothing. I bowled the tournament, and I ended up winning. And I was like, oh, wow. So that's when I kind of realized, you know what, like, I can, I can do this. I can bowl against the best in the world and beat them. But at a time, I didn't really realize it as much as now. So now, obviously, I know, like, you know, how much it actually means. And, and yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Now, tell us a little bit, Diana. How, how did you get into bowling? When did you get into bowling? And you're not from here in the U.S., right? You're from Latvia? Yes, I'm from Latvia. Um, I started when I was, the first time I ever started a bowling bowl was when I was 10. I'm 25 now. And my dad, he kind of bowled for fun. He had one bowling ball, and he was in a bowling this league once a week and whatnot. And I've always been very, very athletic. So I, at a time, I was doing many, many different sports. Like, I, I was dancing, I was in karate, I was skateboarding and tennis, all <laughs> kinds of stuff. Wow. And uh, so my dad, he brought me with him to the bowling center. And, you know, I was just bowling, you know, just because. And I really enjoyed it. And then... I was actually pretty fortunate because during that day, uh, one of the coaches, she happened to be in a bowling center, and she was recruiting, like, a bunch of kids. And she saw me, and she came up to us, and she's like, hey, you know, like, if you want to, you know, like, come better or whatever, like, I can help you out. And so I met her, and then the next week I went to practice with her, and she told me about, like, a month later that I was too good for her group, that I was, like, bowling better than the rest of the kids. So she told me, to go to this different coach and so just kind of you know was like walking upwards like you know better coaches at a time and whatever and that's how I started and now I'm here yeah so then fast forward you you end up moving to Florida you get recruited by Weber to come bowl stateside here what was that experience like and how did that all take place and what advice you have for someone listening who may be in kind of your same situation whether they be in, in a different country overseas and they're listening to this thing how do I get to go to the United States to bowl or or how does that even how does that process even begin for someone yeah well before I graduated the high school I knew that I wanted to be a pro bowler well in Europe it's uh, it's a bit harder because I mean we have the European bowling tour so that's what I was doing since I was like 15 so I was bowling against you know the pros in Europe like you know since I was a little kid um, and then my coach from Australia his name is Sid Allen he told me well you know because I was graduating high school and I wasn't really thinking about college or anything but he's like well if you want to get your education degree and bowl at the same time you can go to U.S. And, you know, because I had, like, the college bowling, whatever, and I had no idea what that, what that was because we don't have such thing in Europe. Like, there is no college bowling or college sports in general. So I was like, mm. oh, okay, well, for me, main goal was, you know, just to bowl and become a pro. And then he recommended me Weber International. And when I graduated high school that year is when Weber actually won their the first national championship. And I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. So, and then, uh, yeah, I emailed the coaches, and we were going back and forth, and, you know, they recruited me, and it was awesome, but I didn't know what to expect at all, because, like, you know, at college, like, you know, in the movies, like, you know, crazy and whatever, so I didn't really know what to expect, and I was never a good student, I'm just going to admit it, I'm not a good student, so I'm like, my priorities were not set straight, I just wanted to bowl, and, but I got a degree, and it was actually the best four years of my life, I gotta say, because... I learned so much about bowling, and I got, you know, a degree in sports business management. So, you know, if bowling goes south, whatever, I can actually go do something else. So, and, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, it, it was really cool. 
Now, you had mentioned earlier there about your coach, Sid Allen, and I actually uh, had the opportunity uh, to uh, to meet Sid and, and spoke with him a few times there, coaching that throughout some different countries in Asia. What was some of the best advice that you ever received from, from Coach Sid Allen? Well, he started coaching my national team, uh, I believe, in 2005, and that's when I – uh, that's when I made the national team as well. So he, he's been my coach since I was, like, really young. And mainly he was trying to um, just kind of create a program in my country because we didn't really have, like, you know, program or bowlers or coaches or anything like that like you guys have in the U.S. So, and then, you know, he was just working on physical game. And we we worked on my physical game. I mean, I can't tell you how many hours. So we got it, like, perfect. And, yeah, I mean, that's about it. I mean, we just, you know, really, really work in physical game. And nowadays I don't work on it as much because I, you know, put all that hard work back in the day. So would, what would you say then for someone who is coming overseas? What, what, is their, what is your best piece of advice? Would it be to, to reach out and eat? don't wait for people to come to you to basically reach out to them on your own and, and always be that person taking the initiative? Because it sounds like that would, that's what really worked for you in, in your situation. Um, for, well, for the, uh, internationals, I would probably just, you know, recommend like looking at, you know, different schools like Weber and Wichita, you know, McHenry, like really, really good schools because like, there's no really good way for those schools to recruit like people from overseas because like, you know, we don't bowl the junior golds or, you know, like those kind of tournaments where coaches go and, you know, recruit them. So, but then for us, um, you know, people that want to go and bowl for college, um, just, you know, perform well at the tournaments and just, you know, the coaches are going to find you. So, and yeah, just bowl well at Junior Gold and, you know, team masters and stuff and just, you know, uh, go prepared and, you know, do as good as you can and the school will recruit you. Now, you mentioned something earlier, too, going back to your Queens event uh, where you were talking about your 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 love for match play and you like the, the matches and the feeling and you know, that's one of the things we were attending the collegiate nationals recently and actually was in Baton Rouge just a little bit before you had bowled the Queens and in Mm -hmm. collegiate bowling, they have those matches and that kind of match play situation where it's a little bit more do or die. It's not just adding up pins and cumulative. It's more like you have to perform, you know, when the time comes because those matches come and go and uh, there's a lot of intensity in college bowling. Yes, absolutely. That's another reason why I really, really enjoyed college bowling is because you know, for all those matches that we had to bowl in college. And, I mean, like, when it comes to, like, the college match play, it's it's unbelievable. Like, we go crazy, and, I mean, we scream and yell and dance and everything. So a lot, a lot of emotions. And, uh, like, when I bowl the Queens, obviously I, I don't go as crazy, but I still kind of, you know, try to uh, go with the momentum and whatnot. And I, I absolutely love that match, like, that format. I, I love it. So would you, you said your physical game, you said you worked and worked on it when you were younger and you have a great physical game now. What would you say then, what was the, the thing that put you over the top, I guess you could say? Because, you know, a lot of times it's, it's um, I guess you could say, the, the more traditional, what, what you used to see growing up on the old PWBA tour is, is the women are more the down and in, the stroker type players. You get on the ball really well and, and have a, a good amount of rev rates. And so do a lot of the ladies out there, not the younger folks. And, and everyone is, is kind of going in that same mindset. But how were you able to develop that? Was that just practice, practice, practice? Or was that through your coach as well? 
Yes, no, that was absolutely practice. I mean, I I used to practice more than anybody. I, you know, back when I was back in my country and Sid was coaching me, uh, I would go to bowling center five, six times a week. I probably practice for like four hours a day. Sometimes I'll be like for six, especially when, you know, Sid came over and like, you know, he was like coaching us. I mean, there were days when I was bowling all day, just, you know, working on physical game and, you know, just repetition. And, I mean, I put in so much practice, so much time, so much work back then. So, like, Sid hasn't coached me since because, you know, I moved to U.S. and I live in U.S. now. And um, so, like, when I graduated, I was actually kind of struggling a little bit because, you know, like, now I don't have a coach. And, you know, because I graduated and Sid is in Australia or whatever. So I was kind of on my own. And when I was struggling with my physical game, I was trying to fix it myself. Well, but... That didn't work. I mean, I was, you know, I was just trying so hard. I was trying to fix something that wasn't broken. So an accident advice I could give to someone is, like, don't focus on your physical game too much. You know, like, if you, especially if you have put in so much work in the past, like, don't try to fix something that is not broken. And I just, I was just, you know, just let it go and work on your mental game because I do believe that mental game is, like, 80%, like, it's more important than physical game, in my opinion, especially in bowling. Now, mental game. Now, that's you know that's an interesting point, and, and I don't know if this relates or not to you, but you know the first time I saw you bowl, Diana, you were shooting, you were averaging over 270, I think, for a couple games on TV there. Uh, and I think it was in maybe intercollegiate singles or something. There's certain yep. people that I've noticed really seem to either rise or thrive when the spotlights on them a little bit maybe these, this kind of a situation do you consider yourself yeah, that person and, and if so why why do you thrive in that kind I of environment i actually do believe that tv brings out the best out of me it's, it's funny because you know after actually before i won the queen uh you know when i actually made the show uh, i had a lot of people you know tell me that because like i i just ball good on tv i don't know why i do i just mm-hmm. do so like in like you mentioned the single championship i shot 289 to 90 and then, you know, I won the Queens, and I, I just bowled good on TV. Yeah. And so people have asked me that, you know, why. But I think it's because, um, well, it just brings the best out of me. But I also, for some reason, I focus really, really well on TV to the point where that I forget that I'm on TV. You know, I'm just focusing on me and, you know, what I need to do with ball I'm throwing, just focus on things that I can control. And I just literally don't even know that I'm bowling on TV. And then I just, you know, I go back and watch my show and I'm like, Oh my God, really? Like, did I do that? So uh, just for some reason, the lights, like they just bring out the best out of me and I just focus so, so well. When you're not on the lanes, what do you like to do? Um, I love being outdoors. Um, anything that has to do with just being outside or dogs or sports. That's my thing. And actually I'm currently outside with my dogs. I love my dogs oh. to death, and like if I if I see a dog, I go crazy. I'm I think I'm the biggest dog lover ever. Um, just in general, being outside, I you know just recently moved to Texas, Austin, and the weather here is awesome. And I don't do well with cold at all. So I grew up in snow, and I, I just can't do it because I love being outside and you know nice and warm. So yeah, and I'm pretty athletic. So anything that has to do with sports, dogs, or just being outside—that's what I do. Well. Diana, it was a pleasure having you on after your second Queens win, and all the best of luck continued on the PWBA tour. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Thank you.